and welcome everybody to Dark Feather Gaming. This is our gaming news podcast. As always, this is Thor with Doc and Sasquatch Senpai. So let's go ahead and talk about some of our new game announcements uh, this week, Sasquatch. Um, well, we got an announcement from South Korean dev Netmarble of uh, the Seven Deadly Sins Origins coming. Um, it's going to be an Woo! open world action spinoff, um, except for release across PC consoles and smartphones. There was a trailer released and it looks like it's uh, a lot like Genshin Impact, which kind of makes sense. It has a working open world in it. Um, Characters from the original IP will appear, and you'll be able to solve various scenarios, puzzles. There's combat. Um, you can use various characters' skills to traverse rather than just climb and swim and everything. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can also swim on like Genshin, where you can actually dive underwater and everything. So, nice. um, it's slated to. Well, there's actually not a release date yet, but there is an actual working trailer. So, actually, probably later this year would be my guess. So, is it going to be. Uh gotcha like the same format as genshin impact brass no tax isn't gonna be free quote unquote. Uh, knowing it net marble yes i'd try it out if there's a, like a three version i can check free out. to play i'm free to play but uh yeah they'll they'll have gacha mechanics i'm sure i think i'm two seasons behind in the show still A new Mortal Kombat game has been teased and a movie sequel has been confirmed all at the same time by nice. creator Ed Boon. Excellent. So Mortal Kombat 12 is officially on the way, as well as the official announcement of the sequel to the movie's reboot, which with, you know, all the characters having like 10 movie contracts, all the <laughs> actors, you kind of obvious that a new movie was on the way. So. My hands down um, favorite fighting game series. Uh, also, Ed Boon will be receiving uh, an award from the Academy of Interactive Arts and Sciences into the Hall Ooh. of Fame. He'll be the 25th recipient of the award and his induction will take place during the DICE Awards later this month. So uh, yes. for his continual work on the series and trying to kind of bridge the gaming and movie space. So, yeah. World of Warcraft is going to get an update in 9.25, which will allow Horde and Alliance players to finally play together. Um, they will be able to queue for dungeons, raids, even PvP together as they see fits. Uh, they'll have the option to turn off the party finder and everything um, to where you can the old normal rules where you'll only create parties or have people join based on your faction, or you can unlock it and just play with whoever, which really this is just an entire thing to save the Alliance faction since everybody plays Horde. Oof. You say oof, but you know it's right. I know it's right. Um, honestly, this should have been something that was done a long time ago. Uh, I, I'm uh, honestly shocked. I, I'm, I'm shocked I, to I find know. out that this was a thing to begin with. <laughs> I want to know if there's a lore reason. They're, um, like, are they going to incorporate that into the lore? Like... <laughs> I don't know, but are I mean, the Horde and Alliance finally going to like team up? Is this setting up the next expansion? 
I mean, there's already rumors of the next expansion taking place in the Dragon Isles. Uh, uh, data mining have found a new playable race of the Black Dragons. So, yeah. Interesting. Yes. Uh, much like the Worgens, they'll have a human and dragon form. Well, the Worgens, I guess, are human and werewolf, but a human and dragon form, much like the Worgens, are a human and werewolf. Plenty of stuff going on. It's a dragon expansion. <laughs> it's a weird data mine. Azeroth turns into it was is an egg and is born into a dragon. So who knows? It's weird. They all got drunk. Microsoft's like clear. Um, this would have started a long time ago, but this was this was data mined. Um, but I mean, there have been plenty of times throughout the lore where the Alliance and Horde have worked together already. So who knows? It's you can still have the war and still let players play with one another. It's it's not an issue. It's just been a struggle for World of Warcraft since, you know, mists. Speaking of a good high point, but <sighs> you know, I thought Shadowlands would be a good high point because it, they always went high point, low point, high point, low point, and then even lower point with Shadowlands. Speaking of games struggling, uh, Battlefield 2042's first season has been delayed to focus on addressing players' criticism of the game. DICE is finally adding in a scoreboard, VoIP, and other normal gaming additions. Oh no. Um, in a blog post a few days ago, um, back on Monday, uh, BF2042 senior producer Ryan McArthur said that they will be using the extra few months to make extensive fixes, add new features, and three of those features listed were coming, quote, as soon as possible were voice chat player profiles and a redesigned scoreboard. The current scoreboard doesn't tell you shit. <laughs> Love it. So for this, they have delayed the first season. Um, they'll stick in the current preseason thing where there's no actual season to add this stuff and work on multiple fixes. Um, the Batman Arkham Knight sequel Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League has been delayed until 2023. Um, this is coming from Rocksteady itself. Um, this is being pushed back a year after initially being announced to have a 2022 release window. Um, however, other games are will still be releasing this year from Warner Bros, such as Hogwarts Legacy and Lego Star Wars. Um, Kill the Justice League, however, has been pushed back. Also, Activision Blizzard plans to release a World of Warcraft mobile game this year. And I guess World of Warcraft mobile isn't the correct word. It is specifically listed as a Warcraft mobile game this year. I figured that'd be the case. I didn't think they were going to bring World of Warcraft to mobile, but... Um, I mean, there's plenty of ways they could bring a World of Warcraft to mobile. You have pet battles, you have other random stuff you can do, like manage your dailies and whatnot, or have like special dailies you can do through it. But yeah, you don't want well, someone or going through a... It's brand new. How dare you suggest they took away a feature they used to have? <laughs> they've never, they've never apps. done that before. They've never taken away a feature from an expansion into a new one just to, you know, create a new feature later on that's exactly the same, but not. However, uh, yeah, so this Warcraft mobile game um, has been rumored around since 2017, but now it but now they have confirmed it will be delivered in 2022, which is this year. Um, it is a Warcraft game. 
not specifically highlighted separately from World of Warcraft and Hearthstone, but it's supposed to be a new experience in the Warcraft universe. Mm. So it, I guess it could be a, like a, a war, an actual Warcraft RTS if you wanted. Oh, God, it's going to be a Warcraft Clash of Kings, isn't it? <laughs> oh, my God. It's going to be a typical gacha shit game for some Warcraft name on it, isn't it? You know it. Oh my god, it's gonna be Clash of Warcraft. I fucking hate everything. <laughs> no, it's gonna be uh Raid Shadow Legends, but World of Warcraft. Oh jeez. Or, or Shadowcraft and Zins. Um also along the announcement of the Warcraft mobile game for 2022, Diablo Immortal is also being planned for the first half of 2022. So t- be on the lookout for that's release. Um, aside from its horrendous, uh, you know, announcing of the game existing, uh, Don't you all have phones, everything around the, everything involving the game itself looks good. They just need to learn how to announce something properly. I don't think they even realized that having Di- Diablo immortal wasn't the problem. It was that they thought it was more important than Diablo four. Yeah. What what game did something similar? They announced the next game coming. It was Fallout. Mm. Uh, Fallout 4, aside from Fallout 4 being very meh to bad. They announced Fallout 4, and then they also announced the Fallout mobile game, and everyone's like, oh, that's cool. Just don't announce your next big next big game everybody loves as being a mobile game and ignoring the thing everybody wants. That's the right. lesson here. Rockstar also has officially confirmed that the development of Grand Theft Auto 6 is well underway. So our 15 years of Grand Theft Auto 5 being ported to literally everything in your toaster is about to continue with Grand Theft Auto 6. Well, that is all the new game announcements I have for this whole week. Let's check out our legal debacles and controversies. I'll start with the one thing that I have on here, which is pretty quick, but pretty, I wouldn't say surprising. Uh, A YouTube creator was hit with over 1,300 copyright claims from Nintendo. So specifically, these were all for music tracks from various different games. Um, Even though the videos were not monetized, uh, Nintendo still hit them with these copyright claims uh, as they have no official way to listen to their music tracks. So that shouldn't really be a surprise. Nintendo sues anywhere they can sue. Well, I mean, I'm sure they'll be released for $40 on the Nintendo Switch hmm. eShop. Each I was track. about to say, incoming their, uh, their rips of his YouTube collection as purchasable <laughs> content. <laughs> Uh, what do you have for this week's legal debacle, Sasquatch? Uh, Team 17, the developers of Worms, announced that they were going to be having Worms NFTs. And then immediately, hmm. fans of Team 17 and their games decided that was not cool. They got shit on and then almost immediately canceled the plans. They were going to call it Meta Worms, and they said it was a hmm. generative NFT art project. And people took to calling it a no fucking value trash (laughs) to call out what they believed it was. And almost immediately, uh, they decided to pull it. Now, 
They decided to pull it because many indie studios that were working with Team 17 decided they didn't want to be they didn't want to be around such a project. So after about five various indie studios left Team 17, Team 17 decided to cancel the NFTs. Wow. That um I have I have one other thing that kind of that combines with I I think I put that in industry news, but it probably fits better here. Um, the Ubisoft one. Yeah, Ubisoft executive says that NF- uh, NFT critics quote just don't get it. Specifically, it was a <laughs> the VP of Ubisoft's Strategic uh, Innovations Lab. The says, Strategic Innovations Lab. They're just people trying. <laughs> they're just all. Their entire job is to try to figure out how to wring more money from their players. Yeah, they're basically like, how do we do more loot boxes? And it's his, um, his exact quote was open the gates for our games and make them bigger by sharing a stake with our players. Ah, that sounds like something that an executive would say, whatever. Here is a uh, here is a quote from one of the indie studios formerly under Team 17, uh, AgroCrab. Um, they are known for their game going under, which is actually a really fun, fun roguelike. I recommend it. Um it's quote, we at AgroCrab condemn Team 17's decision to produce and engage with NFTs. We believe hmm. NFTs cannot be environmentally friendly or useful and really are just an overall fucking grift. Please do not harass employees at Team 17 or the devs under their umbrella as this decision seems to have taken everyone off guard and likely came from the very top. You know, like your uh, <laughs> example with Ubisoft's VP yeah. of bringing money out from people. Uh, needless to say, we will not be working with them on further titles and encourage other indie developers to do the same unless the decision is reversed. I fucking hate it here. <laughs> <And Kaylin. laughs> um, so, yeah, shortly after Crab and multiple other uh, indie devs are leaving Team 17, Team 17 pulled the plug and apologized to their player base for this. So, yeah. This this entire business is hilarious to me. <laughs> also, the uh, reported acquisition of Activ- Activision Blizzard King by Microsoft is going to be investigated by the Federal Trade Commission. Um, this following the FTC's looking into NVIDIA's acquisition of ARM, a chip developer who they broke up saying it would give them too much of a market share. While the while this deal is not a done deal between Microsoft and Activision Blizzard, and it won't be purportedly until halfway through 2023 at the end of the fiscal year, um, the FTC has said they're going to look into it anyway. Hmm. Um, this is a new initiative by the FTC under the new presidential administration, which was a platform they 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 campaigned on, was using the FTC against companies in the tech industry gaining too much power. So, yeah, hmm. um, this is fo- this is in 2021, the first acquisition the FTC looked into was the um, acquisition of Aerojet Rocketdyne by Lockheed Martin uh, for $4.4 billion. And they they threw out that deal due to an antitrust concern. So FTC has said they're going to look into this acquisition as well. Um, I'm sure this also means the FTC will be looking into Sony's purchase of Blizzard. So. So um, I put this graphic in the podcast chat and i haven't i have not checked any of this for accuracy i just saw it on facebook on my first glance it seems right though but i think this like 
gives a pretty the fuck good is embracer. Yeah, that's exactly that's um, everything else looks accurate except I don't know what embracer or half of these are. I was gonna ask. That's why I was gonna ask if either of you guys knew anything about embracer. Embracer, I'm gonna guess is a Korean, mm. just by looking at some of the companies in it. I know Sony needs to take a bigger slice of that pie, but otherwise everything looks fairly like even. And that's assuming that the tra- that the acquisition goes through. Yeah. And I mean, speaking of Sony taking a larger purchase, a larger buy of that pie, they did just put out information that they're looking to purchase Bungie. So, yeah. So let's transition to our industry news. It's a good spot for that. Well, Doc, you haven't said anything yet. And you also posted this article just four minutes after me. So why don't you take it? Uh, so uh, Bungie is buying or planning to buy or Sony's planning to buy Bungie. Man, <laughs> Bungie's or, uh, rolling in it. $3.61 billion. Uh, yes. So. so we have Destiny now. Also, purportedly, they paid extra to keep uh, various to keep uh, various leads of Bungie there as well to continue working on the franchise as well as other things Sony wants to use Bungie for. So oh, that's like pretty cool. Third of the total. Purchase yeah, it was like one point two billion dollars was keeping heads there, um, cool. which is quite the opposite of what Microsoft's doing. Microsoft is replacing the heads of companies they buy up typically, um, while Sony seems purportedly wants to keep the heads there of various companies um well, so if i remember so he's kind of got a reputation for doing it that way yeah, um, Bungie also did leave activision so clearly they're you know not fucked in the head well and and i i read the article on this a few days ago and my brain's been pretty sporadic this week but if i remember correctly i thought it was mentioned that it wasn't just the executives that they like made sure to keep dev teams on board and like the employees at large mm-hmm. uh yeah and an interesting an interesting thing about this especially from sony's side of it is that they want to use bungie um, as an example, and have Bungie help them with create multi-platform and cross-platform games. Cool. Um, all but Bungie will be operating as a third-party studio. Still, they will be allowed to release games where and when they want. Um, obviously, they're going to be like, "Hey, you, if you're going to release it somewhere, you have to release it on PlayStation as well." Mm-hmm. But they're still going to be an entirely third-party studio functionally. So, really, like a second-party studio. They're owned by they're owned by Sony but they're going to be doing their own thing. Nice. Um, Sony is also going to help them create a TV studio with Bungie for their IPs. So we mm-hmm. could be getting probably a digital destiny series or something. So that could be incredibly cool. Yes. Yeah, or it could be incredibly bad. I'm already more excited about this than the Microsoft thing. So I'm, I'm glad um, that this, going i i still wish they'd get grab try and grab up a little bit more than than bungie just to kind of keep up and keep a leg in the game but i think this is a good good move uh yeah so creative freedom was stressed very much by both uh jim ryan of sony as well as uh god damn it what's his name bungie ceo uh pete parsons um, so yeah, from both sides, they said Bungie's going to be allowed to keep its creative freedom to do what they want. They're also they also said that with this new acquisition, Sony is helping them by increasing, by giving them an acceleration in the hiring process. Um, one one really interesting part of the 
little blurb here said by Pete Parsons of Bungie was that with Sony's support, the most immediate change you will see is an acceleration in hiring talent across the entire studio to support our ambitious vision. If it speaks to you and you want to help us put a dent in the universe, we are hiring across all disciplines for Destiny 2 and are all new worlds beyond. So, mm. yeah, um, this is on the heels of what? This is Bungie's 30th anniversary as well. So, nice. <laughs> Sony now owns the creator of Microsoft's most <laughs> fabled franchise. I know. While great. Microsoft is planning to own one of Sony's most fabled franchises, Crash uh, Bandicoot. I know. Don't remind me. That's fine. I can still play it on PC. Oh. I'm sure. Yeah, it's on there. It's on Games Pass. You can just play it on Games Pass too. Yeah. I think Crash Bandicoot is. No, it was on Humble Bundle. It's not on Games Pass yet. They have well, it will be. Yet. Yeah. And so I have the I have the all I have the the one that's on there right now. It's just future. Uh, uh, God, what the fuck? My brain just went. Um, future entries is what I'm more worried about. But it, Microsoft's pretty good about putting stuff on PC at the same time as consoles, so I'm not too worried about it. That's why I, was, I wasn't really worried about anything from the Microsoft. Uh, acquisition because you know I have a good PC. I prefer things on my PlayStation, but I don't really care if I have to put them on my PC anyways. Or instead of it's just that's my uh, go-to if it's on both. But if it's only on one, then it is what it is. Ah, uh, well, I mean, they have said that no matter what, all Microsoft-owned studios games will be released day one on mm. Games Pass on PC as well as nice. consoles, so. Uh, You'll have no worries there if that's a worry. As far as, like, Elder Scrolls... What the fuck is Embracer Group? <laughs> Elder Scrolls 2 is one that I actually... Like, one of the exceptions where I prefer to have it on PC, so. Not that I don't get it on console. Like, I'm not going to end up triple platinuming. Uh, I don't want to, but I want to. It's, uh, so much time. And yeah, I don't know what Embracer Group is. I, I that was new to me too. THQ Nordic, Deep Silver, Gearbox. Wait, what? Those are the biggest ones. That is THQ. That's under Embracer. THQ Nordic is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What? It's a Swedish group. Okay. Oh. It's European. That explains it. That's why there's all these small European studios in it. Okay. That makes mystery sense. solved. It's based in Karlstad, Sweden. Um, it has eight operative groups. So you see all the studios there, but they're also repeating the studios within other operative groups. Oh. Um, you have THQ Nordic, GmbH, Kosh Media, uh, GmbH, uh, slash Deep Silver, Coffee Stain, Amplifier Game Invest, Saber Interactive, Deca Games, Gearbox Entertainment, and Easy Brain. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Normally, you'll hear something's been acquired by THQ Nordic or Kosh Media yeah. or Deep Silver. They're all just under the same group in Sweden. All right, it makes sense. Yeah. 40 countries. Yeah, that's European. <laughs> Problem solved. <laughs> I'm surprised Tencent is not on that chart. But then again, Tencent usually just buys up majority stocks and doesn't do anything besides make money and then censor in China if they need to. <laughs> it's a good business strategy. Yeah. Yeah. So what's going on with the Stadia? Um, 
to keep it alive, Google is just going to license Stadia to anyone who has money. Wait, what? Yes. Um, a recent partnership with AT&T has allowed customers of the service to play Batman Arkham Knight um, at no additional cost. So, yeah. Um, apparently, Google's own words are they're trying to turn Stadia into a, quote, white label streaming platform. So... Um, it's known internally as Google Stream, so it seems like maybe they're going to be uh, changing the name Stadia to Google Stream, but who knows? Mm. Um, there is a quote from Google spokesperson Patrick Sable. Uh, While we won't be commenting on any rumors or speculation regarding other industry partners, we are still focused on bringing great games to Stadia in 2022. With 200-plus titles currently available, I did not know there are 200 games <laughs> on Stadia. We expect another 100 plus games to be added to the platform this year and have 50 games available to claim in Stadia Pro. So uh, Stadia still exists. They're partnering with various companies who want to pay them to have it on their platform. So yeah, there we are. Nice. Um, uh, so uh, PlayStation Network's accounts can now be linked to your Discord account. Yeah. So your friends on Discord can see you playing whatever you want on your console. And if the games support it while you're on PC, you have the option to join your friend on PlayStation through the service as well. So this is super exciting and I'm super glad to have this like first step in integration. But I'm really excited and hopeful that we'll still get like full integration this year where there's an actual Discord app on the PlayStation that you can launch up and go through voice chat on Discord or do the same thing, be able to join someone's game um via the playstation side um and assumingly that feature would go to xbox as well um and they yeah, mentioned um, doing that in that's just, why they turned down the microsoft acquisition because they wanted to go public yeah. make more money and be available on every platform and they say the last i heard they said that they were going to make that next step quote later in 2022 so yeah we'll see it's kind of vague still that's all right I'm happy for at least this. It's a good step. I think that covered our tech news also. What do we have over in movies, TV, and comics? I know the only one that I had was just a quick announcement from Disney Plus that Goosebumps is going to be coming to Disney Plus. That's pretty cool. Um, the movies were a little bit of a flop, but I always really enjoyed the uh, the TV show. So if Hopefully it's on par to the classic. We all know it won't be, but if as long as it's close, I'll be happy, I guess. I mean, on par is terrible and campy, so. That's why they have a chance. <laughs> it's not hard to be terrible and campy. Um, well, I got a couple things. Uh, kind uh, of what I, I talked about. Oh, you do have something, too? Yeah, I got some uh, some TV news. Uh, do the uh, do y'all remember the the show uh, SWAT Cats? Yes. Mm -hmm. uh, there is a new SWAT Cats series with the original uh, show writers. Huh. Huh. Oh, I wonder if they're going to be under Mike Judge's animation studio. Uh, it's going to be with the Toons studio. I think that's Mike oh. Judge's. Oh, is it? King of the Hill room? getting revived too? Yes, and he's doing it. Yeah. So SWAT cats, goosebumps, King of the Hill. What year is it? Twenty twenty two, apparently. <laughs> Let's see. What is this? 
We're living in the 90s again. Now, if only we could go back to uh, India-based 90s tunes. Okay, okay, it's India-based. Huh. Mm. But they, I mean, yeah, they did. They did get the original leads back. So, but yeah, yeah King, King of the Hill is getting a reboot with Mike Judge. Um, they also said that they're going to have. They're starting their own like animation, big animation studio, and they're okay. gonna have a bunch of different smaller studios in there. Okay. An uh, animation network, I guess, is the better word for it. I'm not seeing a. Uh, it's a, a release date. It's mm. Toons Media Group. I bet uh, you India-based Toons Media Group. I bet you it's either sometime in 2022 or sometime in 2023. I guess maybe next year. That's the safest thing for them to do anymore. People get all huffy when they put delays in, so that's why they want to keep it all vague, which is is fair, really. I'm excited for it. Any hints as to like what is it going to be on a streaming platform? Is it going to be on cable? Any any uh, hints as to where we're going to look for it? It doesn't say. Uh. It, it, it's basically just a bunch of quotes and stuff talking mm. about how excited they are to do it. <laughs> <laughs> what do you got for us, Sasquatch? Um, as I kind of talked about earlier, uh, Destiny will be getting the movie or TV show in the future. Um, this is part of the deal between uh, with Sony's acquisition of them was to help them push that. So, yeah, um, it's not just for the gaming area, but the multi-using of IP and merchandising of IP, like the game title and maybe movies and maybe TV shows. So. Also, EA's Alice series is becoming a TV series with uh, voice actor David Hayter writing it. Hmm. Um, yeah, uh, X-Men writer and Solid Snake voice actor David Hayter is going to be on board to write American McGee's Alice franchise as a TV show. And I'm kind of excited for it. I've always loved the American McGee's Alice games. They're much more akin to the source material of being very dark. <laughs> Um, a quote from David Hayter is America McGee's Alice and Alice Madness Returns game series is a groundbreaking reimagining of a classic tale. It takes you into the heart of a corrupted wonderland and throws light into shadowy corners the world has never seen. I am beyond excited to bring the wor this world of madness and wonder to a global audience. Um, he said this to The Hollywood Reporter. So, yeah. The, uh, which uh, which X-Men writer was he? I th wasn't he the original animated cartoon writer? I don't know. I'd never. I've, I'm not. I don't recognize the name. You don't know who David Hayter is? Uh uh. He's literally the OG voice actor for Solid Snake. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. I'm not good with names. Leave me alone. There was a huge uproar when he was replaced in Metal Gear Solid 5. So I've never really been a Metal Gear Solid fan, and so thus I've never followed the fandom like at all. So that's probably part of the disparity here. Ah, oh, man, that's so good. Like Metal Gear Solid, you should definitely play Metal Gear Solid Three. Should, yeah, if, I mean, honestly, none of the others. honestly, I think there's just a thing on PlayStation Four where you can buy where it has all of them. Oh yeah, it no, has, I, I have them. All of I, them. I, I own them. Yeah. They're great to play. They're great. They are fantastic social commentary I, on literally every single facet. It's why I, Kojima's like has a cult following. 
I have a uh, a pack of of them from uh, a PlayStation Plus thing from years ago. Yeah, you should definitely check those out. Uh, that's all the movie and TV stuff I have. All right, so I've got some uh, favorite game updates to drill into. Then the first one, this is. Oh man, they finally put the RuneScape 20 year veteran cape out. Um, and it looks it's very disappointing. It's basically a shittier version of the 15 year cape. Um and that that that's it. It's 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 a shittier looking version of pretty much the same cape, only it's it looks a little tackier and doesn't have any particle effects. The 15 year cape was basically this, except with, you know, um, 15 instead of 20 uh, and the bottom of it had like fireworks and fire and like like particle effects this one just doesn't uh, and it looks similar but a little tackier with the tassels and it's just there's a lot of people pissed about it i i'm not necessarily pissed i'm like eh, but there's people that are like super mad uh especially about the particle effects because that's part of the kind of thing with the veterans capes is they have the particle effects and they get more and more elaborate with every like tier of veteran status um and so for this one to just do away with them entirely was kind of in poor taste um and but knowing jagex they'll probably add it in particle effects is something that's not really difficult to add in as an afterthought um and they're pretty good at responding to uh players <clears throat> so we'll see what happens um this one you should be interested in here doc um final fantasy 7 remake part 2 is planned for revival this year as confirmed by the producer so uh, in a quote he says we are hard at work on final fantasy 7 ever crisis uh for those who don't recall that's the uh mobile game that's going to be all final fantasy games so everything from before crisis to dirge of cerberus um, all in kind of a a top-down version, so it also gives the people who wanted just a one-for-one one remake kind of their grain of salt, too. So, um, anyways, he says, we are hard at work on Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis, so please look forward to that. In addition, with regards to the long-awaited Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two, there will be more information this year if we can. And when asked if he was sure the sequel would be revealed this year, he said, well, yeah, we just started the 25th anniversary of Final Fantasy VII, so we want to celebrate and get fans excited. So within the next 12 months, we want to share some information. Look forward to more information. So hopefully we will get something. There's some new uh, art that's been rolling out. Um... There's some 25th anniversary art that has uh, Cloud, Sephiroth, and Zack on it, and then kind of an ode from Final or from Kingdom Hearts, um, with Sora kind of uh, mimicking Cloud in some of the artwork. So it's um, there's been some attention getting zoomed in on it, and so hopefully we'll see something. I'm hoping around like E3 or around that time this year. I think I don't think it'll be E3. I think that'll pop in with one of the PlayStation Experience shows or whatever. Um, but it's yet to be seen. And the last bit I have on here, um, 
the Pokemon trading card game has announced its next expansion, and it's going to be Pokemon Go themed. So this summer, they'll be releasing their next card expansion, and it'll be Pokemon Go themed, um, which is neat. The uh, The previews look like it'll be pretty fun. I'm excited for it. Um, but on the news of Pokemon trading card game, I'm also severely, severely pissed. Um, we talked on the podcast some time ago about the new... Um, game that they're adding which is pokemon trading card game live and at that time i believe we thought that it was going to be in addition to pokemon trading card game online but it is not they are sunsetting pokemon trading card game online not only that but pokemon <laughs> trading card game live is basically trading card game online light it's the same game you do the same stuff but with less features and about 10% of your cards from uh, Trading Card Game Online will transfer over to Trading Card Game Live. So you're going to lose pretty much all of your cards. Unless you started playing a year ago, if you've been playing for a decade like I have, you're going to lose all those old cards, all the rare decks that you won nine years ago in tournaments that you held on to and no one else has ever seen them because no one has them. Yeah, those are all going to get archived into a database somewhere then deleted. So there's that. So this was a legitimate concern myself and a lot of other people in the MTG community had with the announcement of MTG Arena. Yeah. And it's not Hasbro doing it. <laughs> I am shocked. Yeah, it's and I yeah, this and this article that I linked in here for it is from the is Pokemon's official website and it's literally an article about this them sunsetting. So it's 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 happening, it's 100%. So it's, you purchase a lot of that stuff in game, right? No, uh, that that is one like the and that's I think one of their main things that they're pushing towards is the Pokemon trading card game online. You have no way of actually spending real world money on it whatsoever. Um, whereas um live, they're gonna give you the ability to like buy gems and and booster packs and all that good stuff. Um, Pokemon trading card okay. game online, you can earn coins that you use to buy decks and booster packs but the only way to get those are to do in-game challenges um and stuff like that the only way you can spend real world money is that if you buy an actual physical booster pack it comes with a code that will give you a booster pack in the game as well and that is also continuing in fact if you buy packs now if they're freshly printed It'll actually have um, the branding for Pokemon Trading Card Game Online live instead of online now. Um, and you can still redeem those. The most current, I think the last two expansions will transfer over, but literally like the last two expansions, the cards in the last two expansions transfer over. To say nothing of the last, I don't know, like 70, whatever, Um I'm so pissed. I have so many decks that I won like so long ago. I used them in like PVP and people are like, holy shit, where'd you find that? Ha ha. It's my legacy deck. But like uh, I, it's, I like I collected every single deck that they had available. I, and it's just it's pissy to me that that's getting flushed down the toilet. I could accept that they're moving to a whole new like format, um, even though it's basically the same game but worse because it's it's 
it's a new UI. It's a shiny, impressive looking interface, but you can't trade with other players and you can't earn coins as well. That part I get. They're trying to make money off it, whatever. Um, the fact that you can't trade cards is kind of ridiculous, though. But for what I saw, you can still earn coins at least. It's just now you can earn them in less ways, and they give you the option to buy them too. That's understandable. It's palatable since you can still earn them. I, that's all neither here nor there. I'm just pissed that I can't get all of my cards, and the fact that you can't go back more than two uh, expansions automatically implies that they're not going to do any expanded or unlimited um, type or uh, play types. It's only going to be standard decks that they're going to allow in it. If, if you can't get anything older than what's allowed in standard, then obviously they're not going to have a format for unlimited or for expanded. Well, I mean, at least looking at this way, they're going to be moving forward in time. So standard will move on and then they'll have a new format after that, yeah. like extended or legacy or whatever. But well, yeah, I understand the entire shittiness of the situation. And then that's probably their, their plan is probably, oh, we're going to add the expanded and the unlimited formats as we roll out. So we can roll out. We'll start with these. Then we'll roll Pokemon, the Pokemon Go expansion out. Usually their standard format are the three most recent expansions. So they'll probably hold that for a little while. I imagine they're going to roll this out when they roll out this new expansion this summer. Um, and then when they start rolling out a new expansion this fall, they're probably going to retire the last two, make those expanded, bring in a new one, make that one in Pokemon Go standard. And then next year, at some point, these two that are current are going to get rolled into unlimited. And it's yeah, it's all going to get rolled out that way. And I get that. But like, I have so many cards and decks. I've been playing this for 10 years. Ah. F my dude. F. Yeah, whatever. Hopefully, maybe, I don't know, maybe we'll get lucky and there'll be enough outcry that they'll at least like, even if they were to just store the data and be like, and later updates, we'll add the rest of your cards. We'll add legacy cards later after our priority list has dwindled down. We'll backlog it. I would even accept that anything other than your shit's all getting deleted bah. yeah all right so what do we have in a few more interesting headlines now that my rant is over um koei tecmo has asked a specific group of people to stop sending them gifts um mm -hmm. female history buffs in japan are known as areki joe have been sending gifts to historical figures from various koei tecmo games to the offices in uh, yokoyama um <laughs> they have specifically asked through news outlets to publish a message to the female fans to stop sending them chocolates and gifts for <laughs> valentine's day as well as white day um, citing worries about uh the ongoing pandemic in japan do they not like free stuff um a quote currently as i count uh, <laughs> uh thank you for your continued support of our company and products and we would like to once again express our gratitude to those of you who have previously sent presents to our staff and the characters who appear in our games currently as a countermeasure to the continuing coronavirus pandemic many of our employees are working from home after considering the difficulties and receiving the packages and oh. possibly health safety concerns this year we will be respectfully declining that oh that makes that makes sense that, for your I, and cooperation. 
Okay, yeah, because if they're working at home and they're getting thousands of those, they open the door and there's thousands of packages on the yeah. Okay, now it's okay. That now it makes sense. Not only men are weebs. Let this be known. <laughs> Female women have the same weird fucking tendencies. I think maybe humans are just weird people. Yeah, humans are just fucking weird. Um, and in other news. Eagles running back, uh, Philadelphia Eagles running back. Um, that is a position in a sport, uh, the National Football League. The Philadelphia Eagles are a team there. Uh, one of their running the- backs, Boston Scott, has signed an esports deal with Team uh, Dignitas to join their Rocket League team. Did you really feel the need to explain football? <laughs> Yes, yes, I did. <laughs> That's cool, though. I was, ex- I saw Sports the, ball. I saw the like headline on this, and I was totally expecting it to just be like a Madden game or something. No, um, he is, uh, Boston Scott is currently ranked as a grand champion in in a uh, Rocket League, which in their ranked mode that puts him the point, the top point five two percent of all players who I, play the game. I don't know why, but that makes it like way cooler than if he was just like in a fo- playing a football game 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 that i've been i've had a little too much um he is officially signed on to dignitas as a content creator and rocket league team member so um he is uh now the first two sport nfl and rocket league pro um yeah this is the first two sport athlete to play in the nfl and rocket league professionally as well so solid um, he will actually be getting in scrimmages and practice with Dignitas. And in the in the future, um, he will be participating currently in the winter major, which will take place from March 26th to 28th. Um, it is the major championship series for the 2021-2022 Rocket League season. So, yeah, nice. um, he's obvious. He's not a starter. Um, he is a backup running back, but he did come off, which isn't too terrible. Um he rushed for 373 yards and scored seven touchdowns. So he is a, a strong third down back. So yes. um, he's been in the NFL for three years. So yeah, it's a thing we're starting to see is a lot of, uh, a lot of athletes have streamed and everything. And I actually remember mm. playing not too, a few years ago, I played call of duty with a linebacker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he was really fucking good. Nice. It was weird. But uh, yeah, I just thought that was really interesting to see. Yeah, I like that. That's cool. So what have you been uh, playing this week, Sasquatch? Um, A lot of MMOs. Uh, Final Fantasy. I've played Mortal Online 2. I mean, their queue servers are awful, and every time hmm. I get down to log into the game, it rejects me and sends me back to the splash screen, and I have to restart queue. My 42 hours in game have been three hours playing and 39 in a queue. Um, I've also been playing Valorant. I continue to play that. Uh, Final Fantasy 14. Um, what else have I been playing? Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, I'm looking forward to Lost Ark coming out, which is a top-down MMO ARPG. ARPG. So I play action RPG. Action RPG. Um, so Herb. as opposed to like as opposed to tab targeting, which is like what you'd consider Final Fantasy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a top-down isometric style like Diablo. So, yeah, don't mind me. I'm just four drinks deep. I think you're just a boomer. Mm, that too. 
Wait, no, I'm not. We're millennials. We're both millennials. Fuck <laughs> yeah, you. We're both millennials. Yeah. Okay, how about this? You got boomer energy. <laughs> I'll take that. My knees right now, you, except you that. You land in the middle of nowhere and are going to build a house. You have boomer energy. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, other than that, uh, oh, I think that's pretty much what I've been pl- spending most of my time playing. How about you, Doc? I've been Final Fantasy. Uh, oh, and New World and Destiny. Sorry. And I tried Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duels, and I have no idea what's going on in the game, so <laughs> I gave up. Yu-Gi-Oh! is nuts. I have no idea what's going on in the game. I they have a built-in system to watch like previous games between people, and I have no idea what's happening. It's like this card links here, this card links here, this card links here. I sacrifice this thing, this thing comes out. I sacrifice this thing from the graveyard to the exile. This thing comes out. This thing's out. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, it's, it looks like it looks like one person goes, and if they can't win that turn, the next person wins on their first turn because you can't attack if on your first turn if you're the first player. So it's like you super high-level chess games. No, no, because chess games, you get turns. You get a master duel watching people play is one person goes, and if they can't stop the other person from winning to win on their second turn, the second player wins on their turn. It's like watching autistic solitaire. So is it like best out of three matches or something? Or no, no, no. It's just competitive solitaire where <laughs> one person, if they can't stop the other person, watches the other person play solitaire until they lose. You should be really good at solitaire. Uh, it's not going to help you with Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel. I know. <laughs> it's a small game, at least, so I didn't waste too long installing and dabbling. It's only like five gigs. Um, oh. It has a pretty decent like in-game economy, but I don't understand how to play it, and I don't want to just spend most of my time losing. Hmm. Feel that. Uh, I've been playing a bunch of Pokemon Brilliant Diamond. Trying to plow my way through this before I buy Arceus because I need to finish games before I buy more. Same. Uh, to be fair, you've probably finished Pokemon Diamond before. No, I have not. Oh, you never actually played it. Correct. Oh, okay. Like I okay. haven't. Like the last full Pokemon game I played was Fire Red, and before that, I played. Uh, sapphire version and then gold silver and red blue pretty much same here except instead I, of I sapphire skipped was emerald. <laughs> yeah i the ds and the 3ds were like the one the game boy consoles i never had the last one i had before i got a switch was an sp that's an advance isn't it yeah yep. it's, it was it's that's like the one. like the 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 new fangled advanced so like the the oled or lip like a uh, ps4 pro or whatever okay the one with the built-in backlight yeah it, it was the one that was like a perfect square oh and it, and it like folded it it yeah shell. yeah i still have it my um my nephews play it all the time when they when my uh or my great nephews i should say uh play it all the time when my nephew comes to visit And I haven't really been. Oh, or was that was that all? What, what else have you been playing? Oh, was uh, it? Or is we're still in the middle? Going on tandems. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I uh, I also played the uh, Monarch demo, 
which oh, yeah. uh, full game comes out later this month. It's pretty dope. I enjoyed it. Remind um, me, I've got to go download that. Yeah, do it. <clears throat> you can also, I think, download it on PlayStation Four, yeah, um, or Five, whatever. Um, a little bit of Guilty Gear too. Oh yeah, that's I started playing the, the the Demon X Machina. Oh, that's right. I started that as well. I'm, I'm pretty, pretty stoked. Sweet. I'm pretty stoked to try that. I, I liked what I saw when I was watching you play. It's it's pretty fun. It's it's it, it's like like uh, like anime armored core. I'm into it. I mean, to be fair, armored core was pretty anime to begin with. Yeah, I mean, a little bit like in the style, but like it didn't have any of the like visual comic like character interactions you could never come out of the mech suit and like walk around or anything everyone was kind of unfaced the only characters were the the mechs um so so it's some of the dialogue maybe a little bit but it was mostly just like dialogue and mechs blowing up other mechs i do love blowing up other mechs oh yeah i mean that's the whole thing my biggest thing with mech games is being able to customize. That's one of my favorite things about them is being able to build my own machine. And like, so having lots and lots of, not just lots of like options for parts, but lots of like more than like, I can have this many types of arms, but I like, I've played mech games where I can customize the arms and the hands and the joints. And like, all the more stuff specifically I can customize, the more I dig it. I do like customizing next to it's a lot of fun. Yeah. And then I think the only stuff that I mean, I haven't really been playing anything. I, I Pokemon go, I guess I haven't really even been on final fantasy 14 this last week. I've been so busy. I could barely sleep, but now not so busy. So I can finally take some time to try out some new games. Got all my shit turned in today. All right. Well, I think that's going to do it for us for this week. So thanks so much, everyone, for tuning in. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Do all that good stuff. Uh, come check us out on Discord if you want to check out the podcast live. All the information is below. Thanks, everyone, and have a great weekend. Have a good night. Johnny.